Welcome to Two Crazy Scoops Podcast with your hosts, Ayo and Antino. This week, we got a couple of good stories. We're going to talk a little bit about the iPhone 12, the Mandalorian, and Brazil. So stay tuned. We'll find what all those things have in common coming up next. They actually have nothing in common. <laughs> Hi, and welcome to Two Crazy Scoops Podcast. This is Ayo. I mean, Antino. I'm actually genuinely not saying, I'm saying A.O. by accident, because I'm used to saying this is A.O. and Antino, but I introduced myself as A.O., so sorry about that. That's okay. I'll be Antino this week. Cool. So this week, Aaron, we've got to recap, uh, based off of our last episode, I know that we had talked about some suggestions, and I had suggested Khan Academy. It actually is called that, and I got some feedback from one of our listeners, he says he's actually learning how to code using that uh, website. So All right. that's one thing. And another suggestion, because we were asking whether we could actually have a cooking contest on, or a baking contest or a chili contest or who knows what, on uh, yep. Zoom. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, we had another a listener suggest that you have a speed, whoever could do it the fastest, cooking something. Although I'm not really sure what that would be or how you'd go about doing that. Yeah, because the thing is, how do you prove that it's cooked? Speaking presentation. Cause I can burn, <laughs> yeah, because I can just burn something on the, on the outside, like burn a burger on both sides real quick and like, all right, it's done. <laughs> Watch Aaron cook a steak in two minutes. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> It'll look done. <laughs> but uh, uh, yeah, so I don't know how that would work. Call me George Foreman. <laughs> okay, uh, let me see. There is a way to do it, though. I almost feel like each person would need to prepare a meal and record themselves doing it, like or have someone record them as they make the meal, and then send me the video, um, or send one of us the video, and then let them. Um, we you can said like, you, and then you're like, I don't want to work on that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> send exactly. one of us. <laughs> <laughs> one of us, aka, send it to Antino, <laughs> and he will edit it. You know, maybe speed it up a little bit. Uh-huh. And we can probably do it that way. Interesting. And then so we'll, we'll talk, keep... and we'll talk about it on like we're doing now. But then we can just have it like I can have it on my phone, for example, and we can just kind of speed it up, just have the audio playing real quickly. <laughs> maybe put a clip of it on uh, the Instagram. There you go. We'll have you making some potatoes in twelve seconds. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, instant is cheating, obviously. <laughs> okay, and then for the topical news this week. We have something I'm very excited for, which is the iPhone 12, which it's not, I'm not excited for the reason you may think I'm excited for it, because now that it's out, there are so many videos of people destroying iPhone 12s on the internet, and I always enjoy watching those every time a new one comes out. Actually, my friend Danny just sent me one where they put an iPhone 11. It's not a 12. It was from a year ago, I guess. They put an iPhone 11 in a blender. You think that it would explode, but well, it depends on what kind of blender. Was it a Blendtec? Was it a um, Vitamix? You know, that makes a difference. I have no idea. I didn't know you were that uh, skilled in your blender terminology. Or yes, I have a Vitamix here, and I think that could destroy an iPhone. <laughs> There's only one way to figure it out. Let me see your phone. <laughs> 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 oh man 
Yeah, they have like ones where people drop them from their waist and then they go up on a ladder like each rung and then they drop it and see if it breaks or not. This one seems to be pretty durable, so it's been kind of disappointing. Um, well, that's yeah. what they advertised when they announced it. They kept saying this is like our strongest phone ever, like the glass is. So that's why everybody this year wanted to test it out. So, um, And we're not talking about the glass on the back of the phone. We're talking about the front of the phone. The glass on the back is still the same glass from last year. And what was that all about? Hmm? Like, was that supposed to be super durable as well? It is, but it it's, it hasn't changed from last year. Last year they talked about how durable, but this this year on the screen they did um they did like a ceramic glass combination on the screen, which makes it more durable. Now, if they use all ceramic, then it would be super tough. So the ceramic is what they actually use on the i the um, Apple Watch. So if you have an Apple Watch, that glass on there is ceramic. So it's very durable. That way you can hit it against stuff and it's not going to easily scratch. So they did a similar, like a hybrid version of that technology. But to do the entire screen like that would be very expensive. But they did like a hybrid. So the screen is supposed to be even more durable. Sorry, that's the nerd part of me coming out. But (laughs) I'll cut cut all that out. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. So have you uh, made a video yet smashing an iPhone 12, Aaron? I have not. I don't have one. Oh, well. And I'm going to sell mine. I'm selling mine when I'm done with it. So there won't be any smashing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So then, in the next news that we have is The Mandalorian Season 2 is coming out, which we already talked about The Last Jedi. Season or, 2 is out today. It's out today. Okay. So we already talked about The Rise of Skywalker. Now, I have started watching The Mandalorian. I think I'm on four episodes now. And like I said, when I am reviewing things, I am going to try to be positive first, and then I'm going to just pick it apart a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, so far, the thing that I do oddly enjoy about it is the fact that it's it's uh, not a bingeable show because it's kind of boring but also interesting. So it's like, I just feel like I can sit down and watch one episode. And I'm like, you know what? I'm satisfied. They didn't make me ask too many questions and they didn't answer too many questions. <laughs> and uh, what, what, <laughs> what are your thoughts, Aaron? I disagree. I think it is bingeable, but I will say this. Um, when I watched it last year, it um they only release one episode a week and i think that's what they're doing this year but i'm not 100% sure but i think that's what they're doing mm-hmm. um, and so we, that was the only option was to watch one episode a week and but i i kind of get what you're saying from the standpoint of yes after an episode i was like okay that was good and i was like okay but i could have easily watched two episodes at least I don't know. I've tried, and there's not enough. Hap- there's enough happening in it to keep me entertained, but not enough to make me be like, "Okay, I need to see what happens next." And I like the. I don't know. It's just like the art style is really cool. The music's really well done. Um, the characters are pretty cool in it, mm-hmm. obviously, and you get to a little bit of the backstory about the Mandalorians and stuff like that. Um, I think that Star Wars shouldn't be in movies. I think that it should just be TV shows. 
and then it builds up to movies like because there's so much story that you can't just cram it into three hours two and a half hours you know that's a that's a good thought well for instance like you think about star trek right and you have trekkies and they all like it because they just delve into different episodes of different things dealing with that universe right Mm -hmm. so i think star wars is more meant towards geared towards that kind of a thing rather than like watching two people lightsaber fight and then come back six episodes later or six (laughs) movies later i think you need a combination of both i think um you can definitely tell a lot more details with the shows and that's what they've been doing for a while now if you think about the clone wars you think about rebels which both of those do tie into the mandalorian too by the way so if you watch those like if you watch rebels i think it's like four seasons of it there's things in it that are going to tie into the mandalorian that you'll understand more if you watch those now i will admit i have not watched all of rebels yeah (laughs) but i've seen enough of it to see how it ties into this too oh so being like a passive fan as i am i'm probably not going to watch those but Right. Well, you don't have to, but I'm just saying, I'm just throwing that out there. Like that does tie into this, to everything. So um, Star Wars has been a show before the movies came out. You know what I'm saying? If you, if you, cause the Clone Wars, just because don't let the fact that it's a cartoon fool you. Yes, it's a cartoon, but it, it's a, it's a show and it tells the same story. It's just animated. Same thing with Rebels. Those are shows. And those came out before these last movies. So just like Star Trek, you had the show, then you had the movies to go along with it. Um, for Star Wars, the same thing can happen. You can have the show, but you can also make more movies. I think the problem was is that they were trying to continue the Skywalker saga. And so that's why it was so controversial. But if yeah. you notice, um, let's see, what was it? Not um, the Han, no, it wasn't the Han Solo movie. There was a... Uh, no wait, what well, was some solo? Yeah, it was, it was solo. Yeah. It was a solo movie. It was um, yeah. Like that so should have been solo. a TV show. Yeah, so solo should have been a, a TV show. Like that could have been a series on Disney Plus. But everyone did like what was the one before that? The movie they made before that? Rogue One. Rogue One. Everyone loved Rogue One. And so, and it did really well at the box office. So a lot of fans liked that. Yeah. Well, I think what they did is they took characters that you didn't know too well or didn't know about at all and just made a story out of it. But if you really want to delve deep into one character that you've already made a movie about, like why make another movie about this person, you know? Oh, no, I agree with that. Yeah. All I'm saying is there's, a, I think there's room for both. Mm-hmm. Like I think they can tell a new story that has nothing to do with the Skywalkers. Well, that's why I think it's cool though, is because it's not, um, wait, just one second. Sorry. I realized I didn't mute something. There we go. Uh, anyways, we're back. I'm going to edit that out. Um, <laughs> I just getting all these dumb notifications, and I have too many now. Well, I didn't, for the record, I didn't hear anything. But it'll hear it on my end is the problem. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Anyways, uh, what was mm-hmm. I talking about? I was talking about Han Solo, the movie. Oh, the thing I liked about The Mandalorian, though, is that they're not delving deep into Boba Fett. They're just delving deep into the Mandalorians as a whole. So right. it's not like you're going back and being like, oh, this is what he did before. It's like, no, this is the continuation of what's gone on beforehand. Thus showing that he's not like the only one, but what the, his purpose kind of was or what he broke away from. I guess I'll figure that out later in the show. 
Yeah, he might be mentioned at some point. Maybe. I'll never know. Because I haven't gotten that far. Yeah, so. So the only thing, now I'm going to get to the other part of it, is that for someone who's supposed to be, like, the main character and, like, he's not bad, but he's not good, like, he sure does get punched around a lot. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, I thought they're like, oh, they're like, your uh, reputation precedes you or whatever. And then talking about how great he is. And like, not just anyone can do this. And then the next thing, he's like getting dragged by some big old monster. I'm like, I thought you were the best. <laughs> well, I mean, ba- he, he got out of it, didn't he? he? No, Baby Yoda saved him. Um, And then the other guy saved him, the nobody who was on the planet. Um, That I don't mean you're not the best. It just means that he... It's very convenient that all these people are standing by to help him. So it's well, not gotta, that he's great. It's just everyone around him is. But they got to give Baby Yoda some type of, you know, background and, and information on what he can do. So that's all that was, was a convenient way to showcase what he was capable of. That's about it. Uh, another thing is, is they basically ripped off Batman, but that's just my opinion. <laughs> it's a total Batman vibe. I was like, this is Batman. I am watching Batman. This is Batman. He's got the whole grappling thing. He's got the like kind of deep voice. He's got the mysterious, I'm bad, but I'm also not good. Or I'm not bad, but I'm not good. I'm a mercenary. I kind of like work on both ends of everything. I have a ship. <laughs> I care about people too. I'm an orphan kind of. Uh, those are, but th- those are very... He is Batman. I don't care what you say. He's got the cape. Yeah, but no. There's a scene where he's going up the Jawa ship and he's just grappling up like Batman does. And then he gets beaten up by all these Jawas. (laughs) uh, (laughs) He's getting beaten up by everyone. You're like two episodes in. He's supposed to be the greatest guy and he's getting beat up by everybody. The thing is, he he is. You have to see, well, you have to see it, but they, I think they did that on purpose. They wrote it like that on purpose, <laughs> so that they could like, showcase what his his um, what his friend, his new friend, uh, can do. So I think that's part of it, and to make it entertaining. But I mean, I wasn't entertained. I was like, I'm just gonna watch Batman again. Why am I watching this? No, this takes place in a whole different. His, like, parents get shot Batman, in an alley Batman. by the penguin or something. Batman is... <laughs> <laughs> that did not happen. Batman is in a whole different universe. A whole different universe. It's the same. Oh. No, it's not. And another thing is, is they, like, went full, like, minions route with the Jawas. Yeah, and by the way, keep talking. I'll I just... Give me one second, but keep talking. <laughs> filling in this empty space. Yes, filling going. in this empty space. So Aaron can go run off, even though he can't hear. Oh, he's getting another package. This guy gets packages all the time. It's Amazon. It's Uber Eats. It's Postmates. It's the actual mailman. It's anything and everything. Actually, it might be his SD card that we were just talking about. In which case, if he gets that SD card, you'll be able to hear both of us in uh, a pretty good uh, uh, quality here coming up. And... Aaron's back. 
Sorry, so, I, uh, Grubhub delivery. I knew it. I called you out on it. Okay. Actually, I, I didn't even say Grubhub. I think I said Postmates and Uber Eats. I didn't think you did Grubhub, but now I know. If you'd like to buy Aaron's next meal, <laughs> I'm going to get a giant pizza with anchovies on it, just covered in extra anchovies delivered to your house. <laughs> I like anchovies, and you you know I like anchovies. Not that many anchovies. <laughs> Anyways, we were talking about the Mandalorian. They went the whole Minions route with the Jawas. Like, these are just the Minions all over again. Dude, you're just comparing it to random other fictional characters. Okay. It's not. It's different. It's in the Star Wars universe. They're flying from planet to planet. It has nothing to do with Batman. Nothing to do with the Minions. It's its own thing. Whatever. And then the last thing I'll say is that it has um, a flashing light um, warning at the beginning. And normally, like, you know, there is flashing lights. But this was pretty intense when they're hammering, like, his armor. I, was, I think I almost had a seizure. <laughs> I don't know why. It just seems, like, way worse than any other show I've ever watched. I was like, oh, gosh. <laughs> So just be warned that that is actually a legit warning that they're giving you at the beginning. So wear sunglasses. Yeah, it is not that serious. It is. They're like, oh, bam, and then he's like him and he's a kid. And then it's like, oh, bam. <laughs> so I'm just four episodes in. Uh, I do like it so far because I like Batman. So. <laughs> I will. Give my update when I finish the other four episodes. I guess I'm only halfway through. This may take me another four weeks considering, uh, you know, it's a very slow show. Nothing happens in any episode, okay? I'm fine with it. I just want to let you know nothing happens in any of the episodes. I was watching it with Anna, and I was like, he basically went and saved the kid and then got saved by his friends and then flew off. That was the episode. And I mentioned this to you before, but, like, I just have to say because we weren't recording when I said that, but part of the appeal of the Mandalorian is that everyone was talking about it while it was airing at the same time. And the whole thing with baby Yoda, that was unknown to everyone when it first came out. So a year ago, about a year ago, just because that's how long it's been since it first debuted, you know, there were, there were baby Yoda memes exploding everywhere. And if you weren't watching the Mandalorian, you had no idea what they were talking about or why they were showing that or why that was popular. Yeah. So part of the appeal of the Mandalorian is that all this stuff we got found, it, everyone found out at the same time, everyone who was watching it. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you're coming in after the fact, the whole thing with baby Yoda is not a big deal to you. It's like, you already knew he existed and you already knew where he, you know, where he was from. Whereas we didn't, no one had ever seen this character before. And in fact, it's so funny because Disney, they even were surprised at how much it blew up because they didn't have any merchandise or anything ready to go. <laughs> couldn't buy any merchandise for the Mandalorian or, or Baby Yoda or anyone in the beginning because they didn't realize that that was going to explode across the internet. But every but Star Wars fever was kind of high. The movie was about to come out in two months, the last movie, and everyone had high expectations for it. Yeah. So when you're looking at it from the kind of like the lens of that time period, then it was I think it would have been a little bit different. First, we're talking about like we're talking about the '80s. This was just last year. No, I know. 
I know, but I'm just saying. But still, when you watch, it's the same. Other shows are like that too. It's like you know, we can talk about old shows, but if we can, if we were there back in the day when they were airing on TV and everyone was talking about it at work or school the next day, it's like it's just a different feel. Yeah. You know, but anyway, that's kind of a side point and a little tangent, but I just wanted to throw that out there. But that to me, that that does affect the show. Mm-hmm. So my overview is if you like Westerns, if you like Batman, and if you like the Minions, then this show is for you. But if you don't like one of those three, steer I don't like, clear. I don't like the Minions. And I enjoy <laughs> the Mandalorian. If you don't like any of those, steer clear of the show. <laughs> and honestly, I really am not a huge Batman fan. Like I, I, I will watch the movies, but once and that's it yeah but this is it's basically batman anyways if anybody else agrees with me tell aaron he's lame call his personal phone (laughs) 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 while he's at work (laughs) or preferably at two in the morning you will be ignored either way (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah oh by the way no speaking of batman i'm sorry this is not to talk about but did you know that there was another batman show before adam west did it no i really don't know that much about batman lord like the cartoon ones no well adam west so the one where you know they hit the person and it says pow on the screen or yeah i never saw those ones you never watched those okay uh-uh. but those were pretty bad but funny but bad but there was actually one before that and i was watching it somehow on my Roku, I forgot what channel it was on, but there was actually a Batman show from 1949. It looks absolutely terrible, but it's worth watching for the laugh of it, just to get a good laugh. Interesting. Yeah, it's very bad. <laughs> <laughs> you should see. Oh, dude. Um, hold up. Let me see if I can. Um, anyway, we will go to. Um, we can still move on, but if I can pull up a picture of it, I'll show it to you. Sorry, I didn't turn the notifications off on this other one. Jeez. Notifications, notifications. Turn them all off. How do you do that at once? I don't know. Okay. And we're back. Let me see. Let me see. I guess I did it wrong because it's still going off. Oh, I clicked on the wrong one. That's why. Notifications. Turn them all off. How do you do that? I don't know. I think I'm doing it right now, but we'll see. Okay. So, our next segment, Aaron, is going to be about Brazil. Mm -hmm. So, how many times had you gone, did you say? Don't ask. Okay. (laughs) Moving on. (laughs) I've been five times. Oh, wow. That's, you're showing me the actual Batman and Robin from 1949. And <laughs> it looks like it literally looks like two mascots at a cheap fast food restaurant. <laughs> like the costumes are that bad. Like you can't find costumes this bad now, but this is 49. <laughs> so they were, this is when they were still, you know, because, you know, he was also, you know, he was a detective. Batman was really a detective. Oh, so, you don't say. Yeah. And so. This was still new. This was the first um, series 
of Batman. Look how look how he looks. <laughs> oh man. It literally looks like two guys just dressed up running outside. Yeah, it looks like ridiculousness. That's what it looks like. Now, according to this, there was actually and I could be wrong, this there, this is saying there might have been one before the nineteen forty nine one, but this is the earliest that I found. So I'll have to look and see. So yeah, so if you ever watched the Adam West Batman, if you thought that was bad, this looks even worse. But I'm gonna actually watch it, and uh, or I don't give know. you a review about a show I that no one's ever gonna see. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's okay. We'll put clips on Instagram so they can see clips of it. Um, yeah. You know what? I should probably like. I'm gonna look that up, and I'll find clips, and I'll put those as the stories announcing our episodes, like I did with the, um. Spider Man last season. Yeah. I watched like 10 minutes of this first episode of this version. So, this one right here. So, apparently, there was one before the one I just showed you. There was one from 1943, uh, which I didn't see that one. But the one from 1949, it was pretty bad. Um, yeah. So, anyway, we can, that can be a future episode. Or we can just t- look at some of these old shows and make fun of them. All right, how do I stop sharing? That, yeah, that picture in the middle right there, the one where he's looking down. Which one? Oh, the one where he's looking down like that. Just the ears look so funny. Yeah, they're like, (laughs) they're like this. It's like, when have you ever done Batman like that before? Ridiculous. But, um, (laughs) <laughs> well yeah we'll make fun of that later anyway okay. i thought about that that's before. for a future episode we'll watch it we'll uh review it how many episodes are there in that one i don't know um i only saw one uh one season um, okay new adventures of batman and robin the boy wonder also known as simply batman and robin is a 15 chapter serial released in 1949 it is a sequel to the 1943 serial Batman, although with different actors. Oh, okay. See, I didn't know that. Um, so I haven't found a 1943 one yet. But the uh, so it's only one. So it's only 15 episodes. So they didn't really do. I don't know if they did series like that or not back then. I don't know. Well, we have more episodes than this show. So booyah! Wait, <laughs> that show. <laughs> They call them cereals. We don't say cereal anymore. I guess not. Well, this will be cereal number one. Right, exactly. Or two. (laughs) (laughs) But anyway, um, so Brazil. Brazil. So I went to Brazil once last year, and it was more of like a touristy thing, I'd have to say, because of the convention that I went to. Um, So I was kind of... I don't want to say isolated from like the culture, but I, I got to see it and I got to experience it, but I wasn't like living the life of a Brazilian. Let's just say that, you know, you didn't go to the favelas or anything. No, I didn't go to the favelas. And someone was asking me, they're like, what is a favela? And I was like, I don't know. I think I forgot what it was. And they were like, I listened to this song and it says favela in it. And I was like, you probably should stop listening to that song. <laughs> Oh, the favela isn't bad. I know. It's just, it was funny. (laughs) 
I just like to mess with people. Um, but it's basically like to describe what a favela is, Aaron. I mean, it's basically like the slums. Like it's like ghetto, but to the tenth power. <laughs> <laughs> so in the Hulk movie, uh, the one with. Yep. What's his yep. name? I forgot his name too, but yes. Who cares? Anyways, it takes place in Brazil, though. <laughs> it's in Brazil, yeah, and that's a favela where he's living. At. It's, it's yep. the houses stacked on top of the houses. Yep. Yeah. So, it's like it's like the Brazilian slums. That's the yeah. way to describe it. Um, but like in New York, you have like apartment buildings are stacked on top of each other, but these houses are like on a hill. Yeah. A, ex- a, ascending up the hill, basically. <laughs> exactly, and some of them are ran by their own. Like there is a slumlord who runs them. Are you sure about this, Aaron? I'm positive. I'm positive. Like not every single one, but a lot of them are ran by their own people. Like the head of like the gang or the slumlord. I mean, that's what they're called, slumlord. Man, I got to move to Brazil. In Brazil, they're not, there's another word for them, but that's essentially, yeah. In fact, some of our friends... Um, let me see if I can see what it's called. There is a word for the guy who um, I, I can't remember what it's called. There's a word for it. I have to look it up. Well, I'll, I'll put it this way. Sometimes when our friends want to go there to visit, they have to actually talk to the slumlord, not the police, not the government, the slumlord to get access to go. Does he like being called that? No, that's not, that's not the word, but that's what he is. Hello, Mr. Slumlord. Uh, yeah, please. yeah, yeah. That's essentially what he is. And he has to give permission, like, yes, you can come today and visit, or no, you can't come today and visit. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So it's not, all of it is not policed, at least not by the government. They They have their own independent policing. And again, I'm not talking about all the favelas, but a lot of the, the real famous ones yeah. that are really well-known. Those are controlled independently. What are some well-known favelas? Well, it's just the ones, like, for example, the um, like the ones they showed in Rio, that, like that area right there. Uh-huh. Um, and I again, I can't think of the names. The na- I'll look it up, and I'll get you some names, like the actual names of them. Yeah. But I, of course, I didn't go. I just saw them, and people pointed them out to me and told me about them. But I didn't actually go myself, obviously, because I didn't want to get shot. In what areas did you go? Um, I went to Rio, um, Sao Paulo, and I did a lot of the touristy stuff in those areas. So, you know, I went to go see the, you know, Hayden Thor, the priest, the giant Christ statue. Oh. Um, <laughs> went to Impanim. Ipanema, uh, thank you. Um, went to the beach there, went to what Sugarloaf. Uh, the what? <laughs> Sugarloaf, like the Sugarloaf Mountain. Never heard of Sugarloaf Mountain. <laughs> um, yeah, it's a tourist attraction. You just have to Google. Huh. Like um, I said, I didn't. We didn't really do that much touristy stuff. We just saw a lot of different areas, but not like the site so to speak i guess you could say mm-hmm. um yeah <laughs> but something that was interesting to me when we went to sao paulo was that it was i mean i'm not saying that i just assume everything isn't okay 
I'll just start off by saying I don't know too much about a lot of different areas. I've been called ignorant more than once <laughs> about a lot of different things. But when it comes to traveling the world, I don't really know too much. I just know about what I've seen on television or things like that. Now, I haven't really seen too much about Brazil. There's like, when I was a kid, there was this musical, this Disney musical or something that had those birds. I don't know. But they, they went to Brazil. And I used to watch that. I didn't realize it at the time. Oh, Rio? Yeah. No, 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 no. It's this old classic movie that we used to rent. It has like Donald Duck and then this green bird who's from uh, Brazil, some part in Brazil. Oh, okay. So you're talking about an old cartoon. It's like a 1950s cartoon. And I'm pretty sure it's some kind of cultural appropriation in there somewhere. <laughs> of that's why, that's why do you notice that Disney warns like, <laughs> just like the thoughts. Yeah. And I, I love the way they word it. They'll say like, oh, this show depicts um, outdated views on old characters or whatever. Yeah. Like Dumbo, for example, where all the the crows and oh uh, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like black people and all this other stuff so interesting it's okay it's all right we're good now <laughs> <laughs> so um i'm hearing an echo are you oh no never mind um what was i gonna say yeah so i don't really know too much about it it's not that i thought that it was like a third world country where there's no development but when we went there i was i guess kind of surprised it reminded me a lot in new york yeah yeah, absolutely. Yeah, like but a tropical it, New York. Uh-huh. And you could just walk around, and we went to, like, some uh, malls and stuff. and mm-hmm. It was pretty cool. Yeah. It's not that I'm shocked. I just, I don't know. I don't know what I thought. Like, there's, like, a cell phone store. And I'm like, oh, cool, a cell phone store. And people were getting their SIM cards or whatever so they could make calls in Brazil. Yeah. I mean, it's very developed. It's very yeah. Developed. Yeah. It's, um, I'm, I'm trying to see if I can see, um... I know it's one of the largest cities in the world, but I mean, I don't know. I don't know what number where it falls in line, but yeah. Now, now there are certain, just like with any country, including the U.S. Once you get outside some of the major cities, you can get, you can see some areas that are um, not as developed and are not as well kept. Yes. And so, when I was there, I did go to one of the um, poorest areas in the uh, country but we'll talk about that later or are we or are we going there now um we can go there now because i was actually trying to look at the places we just kind of went like north and or guarlios that was where we flew out of Mm -hmm. and it's just like i don't know again i went it's just funny i haven't traveled out of the country a lot and everywhere that I have gone, like, I only went to Mexico, like, once when I was a kid. So I, didn't, I was not responsible for making travel plans or where we were going and stuff like that because it was just me and Anna. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when you're ordering food, it's kind of like – I mean, I knew some Portuguese, and Anna knows a lot more than me. So she had to order for us everywhere we went. But um, it's just funny that if you can't figure out a word, you have to figure out the word. You can't just bounce back to, like, oh, I mean, like – I just want a steak. It was funny because they were like, well, what kind of, how do you want your burger? And it was like, I think they, I forget what it was, but I always wanted it well done. But then it was always like. Bang faithful. Bang faithful. Yeah, something like that. So I just found a list and it's number 19 in 
surprisingly, Sao Paulo, which I didn't realize this, Sao Paulo is way bigger. Uh, one, two, three. Sao Paulo is the fourth largest city in the world. Oh, wow. Behind, well, guess what number one is? The biggest, like Hong Kong? The biggest city uh, in the world. Oh, you said Hong Kong. You're asking, is it Hong Kong? Yeah. Oh, um, no. There are some Chinese cities up near the top, but Hong Kong. Hong Kong's a city, right? It's not one of them. Yeah, okay. it is. It's a city in China, but it's not. It's not a. It's big, but it's not like. Uh, I don't think New York is the biggest city. Nope. Sao Paulo is bigger than New York City. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because even, even though New York looks big, it's actually relatively small considering Manhattan's not super well, no, Well, New York City is number 10 in the world. So that's big. Okay. That's nothing to sneeze at. Is this in the... <laughs> <to sneeze> at. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you sneeze at, Aaron? Okay, but, um... Oh, and to be fair, the difference between, like, let's say New York City... And then one, two, three, four, like four positions up is less than a million. So it's number 10, but it's very close to the oh, six, just like six seven, eight, nine, people ten. And, you yeah, know. they're all very close. So. <laughs> um, so, so I'll tell you, number one is Tokyo. Oh. With 37, let me see, with about 37 million people. Okay. The metropolitan area. And then followed by Delhi, India, um, Shanghai, China, and then Sao Paulo, Brazil. Wow. Yeah. So Sao Paulo has, what, 21.6 million. Yeah, that's crazy. And in Mexico City, your hometown. My hometown, yes. <laughs> My pride and joy. Mexicosity. Um, number five. What I did notice about the food there, though, was that no matter what I ate, I, like, didn't feel all bloated and stuff. Like, I felt pretty good there. Yeah, I think the food there is way better. And I think the process and a lot of the stuff that we do here, they don't really do there. It's yeah. For better or for worse. It's, it's better. Definitely better. Yeah, it tasted a lot better. And I didn't feel like garbage afterwards. And um, the coffee there, obviously, is very good. I'm not much of a coffee drinker, but I did have coffee while I was there because they drink it with everything. Well, the time difference, like, screwed me up. Again, I can't even remember what the time difference was now. All I know is when we got there, I was like, whoa. Well, from here, it's only, it's only about four hours from here. So it's the same as New York. Well, um, no, no, because New York is only going to be a three-hour difference. Oh, three hours, yeah. Well, still, that four-hour stuff throws me off. Even the three hours with New York throws me off. Well, no, it does. I'm, I'm not. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that four hours is nothing. You know, four hours is something to sneeze at. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying. <laughs> I mean, it's not like you went to Europe where it's like you're talking eight or nine days. hours. Yeah, oh. <laughs> days. <laughs> okay, never mind. Let's not. <laughs> I told you, if we talk about anything out of the United States, I'm very, very much uneducated in that. Well, what, what would a day be? I think Australia. Australia. That would probably be like a day difference, I guess. Another shrimp on the bar, <laughs> Exactly. See, so you know something about it. Oh, <laughs> uh, what was I gonna say? And then um, another thing too was the uh, when we're in this city, 
like once we saw these little animals like monkey type things that were like on the fences and i told someone i saw them and they're like what are you talking about and i'm like no i swear i saw them and they're like we haven't seen them the whole time we're here and then i could never find them again really yeah it was really weird but another thing too is when we went we went in june or july i forget but it was it's winter there oh yeah yeah that makes sense because we're on the other side of the hemisphere yeah on the yeah so once you cross over the equator or the equator dang it man no, 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 you're right. But you're right, though. So we oh, live okay. in the northern hemisphere. They live in the southern. So oh, okay, if good. you cross that line, then it's going to be the, the opposite season. So, yeah. yeah, you went in the wintertime, which is not a bad time to go because their winter is still very mild. Oh, yeah, it was in fact, nice. In fact, it's even milder than Tucson's winters. Yeah, I wore, like, just a windbreaker. And that was it? <laughs> yes, Aaron. I walked around the city. <laughs> Just a windbreaker, <laughs> nothing else. I was the talk of the town, and surprisingly, I didn't offend too many people. They're like, "Ah, oh, we're used to it." <laughs> what is it called? It's like the Brazilian Mardi Gras. <laughs> Carnival. Carnival, yeah, yeah. I remember they were when we were learning uh, Portuguese. They had us download a news app. And they were like, well, just be careful, because right now all it is about carnival and stuff. And I was like, oh, maybe I don't want to hear about that. Yeah, the first time I went, it was actually during carnival, because the whole country just shuts down. Oh, wow. Well, I, I, yeah, there were some soccer games going on when we were there, too, I think. <laughs> oh, my Damn. God. Soccer. Yeah, obviously, soccer, a.k.a. football. The real football is obviously huge there. It's huge yeah. everywhere outside the United States, but... Yeah, they are very passionate about their, their soccer teams. So I did yeah, you, do a game. Usually the conventions that we have for the what, once every four years, they are at soccer stadiums or other stadiums. But because there was tournaments going on, we met in a different area. Oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, we, I think uh, we went to go get, like, there's, like, side shops or whatever you can go into. Mm -hmm. And you have to, like, scan in to go into it. Oh, okay. You get, like, a little chip or something. Mm-hmm. And then you use that to exit, so I guess you don't steal anything. Oh, okay. But they were watching a game, and they were all just sitting in there. It was kind of like a bar, but in, like, what would be, like, a Circle K. Mm -hmm. mm. It was just, it was interesting. Okay. Different. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? But, yeah. So you were talking about the smaller towns? Um. Yeah, so are you talking about like so you want me to give what, like my story you, from Yeah. So the first time I went as I mentioned I went to Rio. Um I think we did No, we just did Rio. No, I think it was just Rio on that first trip, right? So then I went to this other state in Brazil called Alagoas. Um and we went to the capital which is called Maceió. And there, it's that city is right on the equator. It's a very poor state. Um, and so the family I stayed with, it was the husband, wife, and their daughter. Um, it was one of those interesting South American homes that where the walls and the ceiling don't meet. The ceiling hangs over, so it goes over the top and the wall goes close to the ceiling but they don't touch so there's a gap in between 
So to fill the gap, they took a wire mesh and put it around there. <clears throat> so when I get there and they pick me up from the airport to bring back to their house, I'm sitting there looking at this house. I'm like, wow, this is interesting. And it's right now their house is in, it's like right on the edge of this jungle. So like you have their house and then you have this jungle, not a huge one. Like mm -hmm. you can walk through it in 10 minutes if you go straight through. Um, and then you got the beach right there. So that's pretty cool. But um, yeah, so it was right here on the edge. And um, the first night we were there, we were sitting at the table and they had a meal and it was dark. One of the disadvantages of being on the equator is that the sun comes up at five every day and goes down at five every day. And there isn't much variation throughout the entire year. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's so pretty early. It is very early. I was not happy about that, but whatever <laughs> it is what it is. So we're sitting there at their table eating dinner and they have the light on and there are bugs flying everywhere. Like it's a cloud of bugs flying around the light. And they got the door open too. And they were telling me, they're like, oh, we hope you, you know, enjoy your stay or whatever. You know, you have to sleep with a mosquito net. So they were letting me know. And I was like, yeah, I heard. So you have to show me how it works. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then they said, you're not afraid of any of these bugs and stuff, right? And I said, not really. I said, the only thing I don't care for is spiders or tarantulas and stuff like that. And, and so the wife goes, oh, well, since December... Mind you, I'm. this is January when I'm there. Since December, we've probably had about 30 or 40 in the house. Oh, man. My heart dropped. I was like, what have I done? And I was stuck here for a month, mind you. And this is day one. Oh, man. <laughs> Inside, I was crying like a little girl. But I was like, okay, <laughs> keep it together, Aaron. But it was, a, you know, it was an interesting experience. So the first week um, I was there, I didn't see any, fortunately. But um, what did I see the first week? Um, oh, there's these, there's, um, there's, oh, well, let me finish. Let me talk about the tarantulas first. So first week, I didn't see any. The second week, I did see one, and it was right above my bed. So if you know, if for those who don't know what the mosquito net is, it, it's a net that that's, um, you wrap it up and you put it over your bed when, you, when you're not using it. When you are using it, it's attached to the ceiling. So you just unfold it and then you bring it down and you tuck it under your mattress. And that keeps the mosquitoes out because mosquitoes carry all types of crap. And so you don't want to get bit by them. And so when I was standing, I stood on top of my bed to reach up to pull the net down. And that's when I saw the tarantula. Um, <clears throat> <laughs> he looks behind him. You see him <laughs> Just to make like sure. Those things. The they live in Tucson too. <laughs> yeah. But um I I reach up to go grab the net and there's one right there. And of course I fall back off the bed and I'm like Ugh. yelling like Alan, which is the guy's name. I was like, you gotta kill this thing. So he does. He just throws his flip-flop at it and it kills it because you know, spiders have exoskeletons, they're easy to pretty easy to kill. So that one was, um, and he swept it up and took it away. But he was like, he was like this is a baby. <laughs> really, dude? And then I saw another one. We were having a movie night. This was like the end of week two, beginning of week three. We're having a movie night. And so we're watching this movie. And behind Arachnophobia? The, no, absolutely not. Not in that setting. I couldn't watch that. 
And right behind the TV, I saw these legs moving. Sure enough, it was one. I was like, stop the movie. I was like, Alan, you got to kill that. <laughs> and so once again, he threw his flip-flop, got the thing, killed it, whatever. And this is all in Portuguese? <laughs> um, okay, so the family did speak English. Oh, okay. But everyone else, all the friends and stuff, they obviously didn't speak English. So all their friends didn't speak English. Maybe a few words here or there, and then I would, but most of this was in Portuguese. Um, but my interaction with them was in English. Um, so yeah, so that was crazy. Oh, the showering. So um, what we did was we filled up a, a bucket and brought it into the shower. And that was kind of the water you use with the cup to kind of like rinse off and stuff. So the thing is, there is a shower in there, but the shower head is actually under normal under normal circumstances is plugged up into an outlet. What? Yeah, I know it sounds ridiculous, doesn't it? Ridiculous. Or or battery operated, one of the two. So I've seen both. I've seen some that are plugged up because that's what heats the water. So the water isn't heated. It, when it hits the shower, when it gets inside of the shower head, the shower head has a heating element in it. And that's what warms up your shower. Well, huh. theirs was broke. So you can take a cold shower uh. or you can you know, fill up your bucket with some warm water um, that you heat up on the stove and then use that to kind of shower and make shit. Yeah. So that was how we did had to do it. You wear flip-flops in the shower because sometimes frogs will be in there for whatever reason. I have no idea. They just decided <laughs> to randomly show up in there sometimes. They just um, like the water. Yeah, yeah. I guess they just like the water. It attracts them or something. So Yeah, that was interesting. I had to get used to that. Um, there's oh so when it comes to clothes so everything is hand washed so i now fortunately my grandma kind of prepared me for this because when i was a kid and i would go over there a lot of times she would wash a lot of stuff on a scrub board in the in the tub uh -huh. primarily clothes that you're not supposed to just throw into the machine so she would use a scrub but and this scrub board right and then she would show me how to hang stuff on the clothesline because she had a clothesline in the back there so those skills came in handy because that's how I had to wash my clothes. They, the couple did not, or the family did not have a washer and dryer. And the reason why is because the beach is so close, the salt air would eat up the, it would rust the washer and dryer. It would like rust them and destroy their motors. Oh, wow. So they wouldn't last that long. So it was no use in spending all the money on one to just last for a couple of years. And they're you know, fairly expensive. Um, so everything was by hand, so. Which was fine. I, like I said, I was already prepared. I knew how to do it. Uh, I knew how to dry my clothes. I mean, there's a certain way that you can actually hang your clothes, like your button-up shirts and stuff, in a way where they'll dry and they'll be straight. You don't even have to iron them. Huh. Anything with all your clothes, pants and everything. There's a certain way to do it. So I already knew how to do that. You know, you shake them out and I'm, a certain way you pin them. So I was happy and proud of myself for at least knowing that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So one of this, so one of Alan's Again, he's the husband. One of his side jobs. And sorry if I'm going to. Am I going too long? Am I, no. Okay. Let me also, know. I keep Talk hearing this echo in myself anyway, so it's probably better if you talk. Oh, okay. wait. I'm not hearing it anymore. I think. Okay. Echo. Sorry. I never heard an echo from you, though. It's because it's on my end. It's because I had these two micro. Anyways. Oh, okay. Um, But yeah, so anyway, one day. um, So one of Alan's side jobs was he makes sausage. And sells it to different to different markets around the, the town that he lived in. 
Is that why you don't like hot dogs? No. It's not. I didn't like those before. Um, so we, so he said, well, hey, you want to take a trip to the meat market with me? So you have the sausages made. <laughs> so he goes and gets, so we go to the meat market. Now, have you ever, um, like in the States, have you ever been to like a butcher shop where they had like the carcasses of the cows that are- I watched Rocky. Does that count? Yeah. So you know how all that stuff is hanging and stuff? Yeah. So that's kind of how this was, but imagine it being outdoors and not refrigerated. Ooh, does it smell <laughs> really bad? Oh, no, it smelled terrible. Oh, gosh. It did. Now, they did have some refrigeration in certain areas, but it was almost like, um, you know how you go to like a street fair and you there's yeah. different vendors and everyone has their food? Well, that's uh-huh. how this was. This is like an outdoor street fair, but it's with raw meat and it's just sitting there. It was disgusting. It was the nasty. And, if, and coming from somebody who worked in food service here in America, <laughs> that crap would like, not ah, have flown. Ah. <laughs> that would not have flown here at all. That would have got shut down immediately. But anyway, so we're walking through. So so we're walking through this, and like there's these troughs, or I don't know what you call them, but they're like yeah, I think it's like a trough, right? Yeah, there's like what a small, people? a smaller one. This is we're like draining blood or something. Exactly. But yeah. if you imagine everyone, so like, let's just say you got vendors, right? And there's like three, let's just say it's three <laughs> vendors here, right? Where they're all sharing a trough and blood is just leaking down into this trough, screaming <laughs> down the, oh, <laughs> so nasty. And then I saw this dog and he had a chicken foot in his mouth. He was <laughs> walking around with it, with this chicken foot in his mouth. It just looked so weird because I had the claws all sticking. I was just like, why? Why am I saying that? He sat down and was chewing on it, and I just got sick. I was just like, oh, let's get what you got to get, and let's get out of here. <laughs> and it, it was so funny, because like later on, like a f- couple of days, uh, maybe like a week later, he asked me, he's like, hey, I got to go back to the market to grab some more. You know, do you want to go with me? I was like, nope. <laughs> I'll stay here. Thank you. So, um, and that actually kind of segues into another adventure. So, one day, Everyone left, um, and I was there by myself, and I woke up probably like around, I don't know, 7, 7.30 or so, and I come downstairs, and there's like this, um, and I, I'm trying to go to the restroom, and there's a, the front door, is you have to walk past the front door to get there. Well, the front door is open, and there's this monkey hanging on the door, staring at me. And I'm like, what in the heck is going on? And then I, you know, I, I finished waking, like I take a step back and I'm like waking up and I'm looking up and then I see like two or three other ones like behind him, just <laughs> chilling, hanging on the door, like waiting, waiting for some food. So what they forgot to tell me, so there's these monkeys, the family of monkeys that live in the jungle that surrounds their house, right? And there's this big giant tree in the front yard. And the, every morning the wife goes out and she puts fruit on the tree like she'll take a banana and peel it open or some other fruit and cut it up and put it there and the monkeys come and get it and they do that twice a day breakfast and dinner wow yeah so they stop them from stealing from their tree no they're capable of doing it themselves they should you shouldn't feed wild animals (laughs) they're capable of taking care of themselves but when you do they start to expect 
you know, around that time. So they didn't leave any food for the monkeys <clears throat> this particular morning. So if you don't leave any food for them at the ho- at the tree, then they'll come to the house. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> They will show up at the front door. The slumlord like, monkey will show up. <laughs> he will. And that's what happened. And so you had him. He was just hanging there staring at me like, where's our food? And I'm like, dude, I don't know where your food is, but I'm just trying to go to the bathroom and you in the way. <laughs> Get out the way just so I can go to the bathroom. Yeah, that was that was crazy. It, it was it was insanity. Eventually, they did come back and she fed. She brought she had food with her so she went and fed the monkeys and they were fine but yeah the, don't feed wild animals people don't feed <laughs> wild animals <laughs> they can take care of themselves <laughs> let them starve no there's plenty of stuff <laughs> in the trees there's mangoes there's all types of stuff they can but let them pick it you never know when it'll come in handy i mean you can start a monkey army that's true that's true. Guerrilla warfare. I felt, yeah, I, I, I guess if there were some dangerous animals in the area, they would probably try to save me. But these things were kind of small, too. I don't know how much they could have done. Except sacrifice themselves to <laughs> sacrifice some more time. <laughs> they how were kinda... many monkeys does he have to eat before he doesn't eat me? All right, exactly. They were kind of small, but... Uh... <laughs> Just throwing monkeys at them. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, it was crazy. Um... But yeah, so that was the experience with that. Now, um, as far as the people were concerned, so we lived in one part of town where I stayed at, and then a lot of friends of the family lived in other parts of town. So there was this one family, um, and by the way, like I said, if I'm going too long, stop me. You're at 57 minutes, but it's fine. Oh, we're, we're at 57 minutes already? Yeah. Oh, Okay. Well, should we start wrapping this up? Well, you still have to tell your story. I mean, I want to hear. Okay. So, if anything, I'll just cut it out. <laughs> okay. So, um, you can't end on like killing monkeys, Aaron. That's not a good. That's not a good place monkeys. to end your business stories. <laughs> okay. So there was this. There was a family there. Uh, okay. So I'll tell you this other story real quickly. There was a family there who lived in a different part of town. I had to take the bus there, and they don't have street names. You have to tell the bus driver where you want to get off at based on what's there. Let me off at at the roundabout second exit near the mango tree that's lopsided. Like you have to give directions as far wow. as yeah, there's no streets. So I hopped on the bus and took the bus into the town where there was a family living. It was a, quite a few people there, but one family who I was going to hang out with. So. This family was four people. It was the husband, wife, and the two kids. I think they were like 16 and like 12 at the time, whatever. And so I went over, I went, took the bus down there because they wanted to hang out, asked me a bunch of questions about America. They were really excited. So we hung out for the day, went to the beach. Um, they showed me like some, um, some of the interesting wildlife there, like the crabs. And there was like sea urchins and all types of stuff that they pointed out to me. So that was pretty fun. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> I get back and it starts to, and it's getting late at this point. And I'm like, okay, well, see y'all. I got to go and <laughs> got to get on the bus and head back. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, well, it's kind of late and it's dark and you don't want to go by yourself. Uh, you should just stay here. And then, you know, and when Alan, who, uh, you know, where I'm staying at, when he, he's going to come down tomorrow so he can just bring your stuff tomorrow. I did not want to stay. 
because their house, number one, their their house was about, oh, let me see. Maybe, okay, their house, their entire house was maybe about the size of your living room. Oh, wow. And there's no individual rooms except the bathroom. The only individual room, the room is divided up by curtains. So you have the kids' room, the parents' room, but it's just curtains hanging from the ceiling that are dividing everything up, right? They have bunk beds. That's what the two kids have. And so they say, hey, you take the um, you take the bottom bunk and the little, the 12-year-old, the, the two brothers slept together on the top bunk and I took the bottom bunk. So they pull their mosquito net down and since I'm on the bottom bunk, I'm the one who has to tuck it in, but it has holes in it. Ooh. So all night I'm getting ate up by mosquitoes and I have a sheet. That's all I have. Now at where I was staying, I had a fan. And so the fan, I would turn the fan on and aim it towards the bed so I can at least get a breeze kind of flowing. There's no AC. That's probably obvious (laughs) based on the stories I've told. There's no AC here. Well, they didn't have no fans going. So it was just hot, stale, sticky air. I mean, they're right on the beach, right? And so it was just so like, oh, so stale. So I couldn't sleep. It was too hot. And if I pulled the sheet over my head, the mosquitoes would eat my feet. Oh, man. And if I covered my feet, they would be buzzing in my ears. So I, I, I didn't get any sleep. To make matters worse, the, one of the holes in this net is so big that there's something, I would say around two in the morning, roughly, something furry jumped in through one of the holes. And oh, brushing my up against my feet. I had no idea what it was. So I did what anyone would do in that situation. And that was scream as loud as you can. <laughs> I was like, what in the heck is this? <laughs> Once, and so I woke everyone up, of course, because we're all really in the same room. I mean, curtains are not going to dampen any type of sound. It was their cat. Oh, man. Oh. So normally, the, like I told you, the 12-year-old, that's his bed. So yeah. normally in the middle of the night, the cat jumps in the bed with him. Well, that night, the cat got a, <laughs> a surprise. surprised. So did I. So I woke everyone up, but I apologized. But then they were like, oh, yeah, we forgot to tell you the cat. And I was like, yeah. At least you didn't kick it. It might have got kicked. <laughs> <laughs> it might have got kicked. Because I did not hesitate. to, Because I didn't know what it was. It's oh, my dark. gosh. Yeah. Well, that freaked so me out. So if you feel something furry rubbing up against you, you don't have time to say, okay, <laughs> is that a cat? Is no. this a cat? <laughs> Whatever animal it is, is about to get my foot. <laughs> right up well anyway so yeah that was an interesting story so, so the next morning it was funny They're like did you sleep fine and i was like eyes all bloodshot and puffy i i didn't hardly sleep at all but i still appreciated their 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 kindness at least for letting me stay there but um so yeah alan brought my stuff the next morning oh but for breakfast it was really interesting so for breakfast we had like this have you ever had seven grain cereal before no, I've had seven grain bread. Is that a thing? Okay, so, okay, exactly. So it's the same thing, only you basically take like an oatmeal, like a hot cereal, mm-hmm. add all those grains into it. Okay. So it's disgusting. So that was what we for <laughs> breakfast. <laughs> Jeez, man. I'm not inviting you over ever. <laughs> like, this hospitality was terrible. Dude, I'm just telling you the truth. 
I ate it. I ate it. I mean, there was a lot of fiber. <laughs> it was like, oh my God, it was like eating sawdust. It was terrible. But again, I appreciated the kindness. Here's the funny thing. Okay, so they, they figure, okay, this is an American guy. He's, you know, a hefty guy. He probably eats a lot. So they oh, gave me a huge no. I had to keep saying no, no. <laughs> I, I, I just want a little bit. And then I told him, I was like, you know, for breakfast, I normally only have a little something. I don't even eat breakfast, really, to tell you the <laughs> truth. I was waking up everything <laughs> so that they would not. And so and you don't want to be rude because it's, it's they, they're very hospitable people very kind and they're very Uh humble they don't have much but they share everything they have so there's a fine line that you have to draw because you you shouldn't turn down because it looks like you're being ungrateful but at the same time it was nasty as trash so it was just like oh my gosh lunch was better though we had shark fried shark fried shark fried it was good that was really good (laughs) Right, sure. You're like, can we have this for breakfast and right, lunch? Right, exactly. Yeah, it was good. It just tastes like fried fish, which I guess that's what it is, right? <laughs> but it was just these huge pieces. <laughs> but, it, but it was good, though. It was good. So anyway, that's just a couple of stories. I have some more, but maybe I'll share those, stay, save some, another one of those for a future episode. Yeah, well, that's interesting. But um, Like I said, you had a more of an experience than I did. It was. It was. Mine it was, was very much like touristy. Would you believe me if I told you that my my feet still have like there are still scarred up from all the mosquito bites? No, I wouldn't. Yeah, my so my feet still. Well, yeah, you wouldn't have probably seen it, but <laughs> my my feet are still. <clears throat> they still have spots on them because they uh, got destroyed by the mosquitoes. Destroyed. They were swollen, and to this day, this is ten years ago. Since that first trip and to this day there's still marks on my feet from that so who knows what i have living inside of me probably some type of parasites or something did you get this was yellow fever shot i did not i didn't get any shots i didn't oh, get see, I, I got that before we went Mm-mm, nope. that was the weirdest experience ever well they do recommend it but i just didn't do it but i think it's required now Maybe it is a requirement now, but back- oh, maybe it's not. I don't know. We just got it just to be careful because I was like, eh, I'd rather not die on my trip. It's a precaution, and it depends on what areas you're going to. Where I was going, I definitely could have definitely used that. Uh-huh. In Rio, if you're staying into the like, if you're going to be in like the major cities, I don't think it's as big of a deal. I think y'all just took an extra safety precaution just in case. Well, another thing too is I wasn't really completely sure what we were going to be doing and I'm I'm more open to like doing just stuff spontaneously. So if we met someone they were like, "Hey, let's go here." And I didn't want to be you like, know. "Oh, I can't cuz I might die." Right, right, right. Exactly. So if you if you're going to be in a city and you know you're going to stay in a city, then it's probably not necessary. But if you know you're going to be kind of off going off the beaten path, uh-huh. then then yeah you definitely want to you want to we kind of we kind of did that one night but we took a bus there and it was cold and the front window fogged up and somehow the guy was still driving the bus and i have no idea how and it was like i, w- I was just praying i was like i think we're gonna die <laughs> well i have a story for the i have a story like that too but again we'll save it for a future one but i almost brazilian died. bus drivers are where it's at yeah they're the masters of well, you think a bus is bad. Think, well, what about a taxi? I was in a taxi. 
and that was terrible. There is footage somewhere, and I'll see if I can find it, where, where I was recording a, a, a video message in case I died. Um, <laughs> and I got to see where I have it saved that. But I have, I was recording. I said, in case I die, I want y'all to know this is how it happened. But um, yeah, again, we'll save that story for another day. But overall, it was a great experience. I did go back, um, loved it. The, what, the moral of the story is, you know, when you're around you know, very humble um, and caring people, it rubs off on you. And there wasn't a lot of technology to distract us. So whenever we hung out, we hung out. There's no phones, there's no one texting. There's no one on Instagram. There's no one on all these, you know, distractions that we have here. Everyone is there and they're present. Uh So as a result, that short time that I was, the four weeks that I was there, I got so close to a lot of the friends that were there that by the time it was time to go, I didn't want to leave. Yeah all teary-eyed and stuff it was but i really bonded with them so i look forward to the you know i look i do look forward to when we can finally like you know be around each other and not be so distracted by by stuff yeah the only time we really experienced it now is during power outages (laughs) and even then you're just like when am i gonna get this back right exactly (laughs) yeah but yeah good times yeah, that's what I noticed from the little bit that I did meet people was that everyone was really friendly. And I've met friendly people before, obviously. I've met really friendly people before. But this was just like a different – on like a different level, and I don't know how to describe it. But mm-hmm. it's just something – one of those things you kind of have to experience. Agreed. Absolutely. It's kind of like – yeah. And and the the – it was partying without the insanity, if that makes sense. It was just like a general enjoyment of people's company and like dancing and mm-hmm. music. And it's not like concerts here where everyone's just like going crazy and stuff. It was just like everyone was having a good time and you could just like, I don't know, just enjoy it, you know? Mm-hmm. The music was cool too. Yeah. So that was my – experience we talked about your experience and hopefully another time we will talk a little bit more about <laughs> your near-death experiences yeah yeah this is a short but sweet story <laughs> i think you'll... if you would like to uh be part of aaron's will <laughs> just dm us exactly and we'll see what little piece of anything you can get from him <laughs> He's currently wearing a Nintendo 64 shirt, size large or extra large. This is extra large. I wear everything extra large these days since we've been in this coronavirus. I blame everything on the virus. Well, it's funny because you gave me a jacket and now I fit in it. So, hey. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, everything I buy now is extra large. I like I've done nothing but gain weight during this time, but whatever. Yeah, I'll lose it when it's time. I'm sure you'll find it again. <laughs> I always tell people that. That's the best thing. If someone says they lost five pounds, just tell them I think you'll find it again. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And I didn't even have time. Should I say my short story real quick? It's very short. My story for the day? No. Okay, Maybe we'll save for it. The next episode. Okay. We need all the material. All the material we can get. Somehow, we got an hour and 11 minutes out of this. So. Right, exactly. So Awesome. Thank you for listening to this uh, episode of Two Crazy Scoops. I am Antino with AO. Next week, we will uh, discuss more topics. And not even we know what we're going to be talking about. So we're just as surprised as you are. So enjoy uh, the 15-minute episodes coming up in a couple days. And we'll see you guys later. Also, if you have anything you want to say to Aaron, just see you. There you go.
everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it.